Good afternoon, everybody. Uh, if you don't know, I'm Keb, one third of the Pure Rap Podcast. We're not live tonight or today. I'm just putting out a, a separate video just to, you know, put some content out. Um, you can see we got some uh, some football uh, some football stuff hanging on my wall, but uh, you know, I brought daily football on the back. It's another podcast of mine, so I'm just gonna plug it in real quick. We got a couple videos out now. You know, uh, check us out. Find us Daily Football Zone on YouTube and then, uh, on Twitter at Daily FC, uh, Instagram Daily Football Zone. So go check that out. Just wanted to plug that in real quick before we hop on to what I got for y'all today. But uh, yeah, go check that out. Go follow. It's also on Spotify right now, so you can find uh, Daily Football Zone on Spotify. Um, also plug in PRI Podcast. Go check out our YouTube if you're watching this on. <laughs> you're going to be watching this on youtube um go check out our podcast platform on apple uh spotify uh google podcast uh multiple outlets but you can find us at the podcast you can um, check us out on instagram and twitter at the podcast uh putting out content almost every day talk about more youtube videos uh more discussion posts and uh actually get some more episodes in we didn't go live last week, but we should be having episode 46 probably this week. Maybe this Monday, maybe on Wednesday. Uh, we'll uh, see. Uh, this should be out though before episode 46. So, thanks for uh, looking forward to that. It should be coming soon. But for today, man, I'm, you, I'm, I'm, I'm going off the rip with this too. Like, this thing going to be edited. I'm just talking to you straight up one taking this. Uh, <laughs> so, bear with me. Um, so, today, what I got for y'all is five albums that made me love hip hop. It's pretty much, you know, for everyone that's just supporting us and the future supporters, just kind of put out some content for y'all to get to know me specifically. I know we got Dar- uh, Darnell, Darneasy, whatever the hell you want to call him, and uh, Brian, okay, I guess we all got nicknames. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, we all got different personalities, different tastes in music, different tastes in hip hop. So this is, um, this is just a, I guess, introduction to what made me love hip hop. I'm sure everyone that's going to be watching this loves hip hop just like I do. And uh, I pretty much got five albums that I want to talk about that pretty much, you know, I grew up on uh, as a kid that made me, you know, made the reason why I love hip hop is uh, because of these albums. And I just wanted to talk to y'all about it because, uh, you know, who doesn't love hip hop? And uh, of course, everyone had a certain album that, you know, gotten them into hip hop. And, uh, yeah, I'm gonna right into it though. I actually forgot to uh, get my stream set up, so I'm actually kind of doing that on, on the jump as well, but uh, not too uh, not too crazy. But yeah, the first uh, album I want to talk to y'all about is uh, Ti's King. Uh, if y'all don't know, that's uh, what is that like his third studio? Oh my god, that's the fourth studio album. Uh, he released it back in March of 2006, March 24th, the exact of 2006. So going on almost 20 years. I think what 15 years this year? Could be 15 years. I, I, I'm not good at math. Um, it's over 10 years old, bro. Uh, that's the number one album debuted at number one, selling 522,000 copies. His first week to platinum album. You know, it's a, if you haven't heard it, because I know you probably might have some people that are young that uh, keep checking out our videos, probably know. So some of them could have been born in 2006. Who knows, man? Thomas Lyons, so, uh, you know. People are getting older around the minute. If you haven't heard this album, I recommend anybody go check it out. Um, obviously, T.I.'s uh, first couple albums obviously are 
10 times better than what he'd be putting out today. Now he's doing like comedy. I don't even know what he's up to. <laughs> I don't even know if he still got his TV show on VH1 and I, um, the Family Hustle or whatever it was called. Um, I'm not, I'm not even sure if he's still doing that. I, I know he had like the controversy about scandals. I don't know. Maybe that's if he's doing it or not. Maybe that canceled it because of scandals that recently happened this past year. But I think he'd be all those charges for all I know. But, uh, you know, now he's doing like comedy, supposedly. But yeah, this album, I remember. Um, I'm a San Diego native, so anyone that's from San Diego is should be familiar with the Adam Street Fair. Um, that ha it happens every like I think the last weekend of September every year. I'm not sure if they, I think they brought it back since COVID, but I'm not sure. But you know that was a, a popular thing, especially where I was from. Cause I I actually grew up not that far from there. I was able to like walk to it. It was like that close to where I live, and. Um, I remember there was just a, so pretty much just like a street fair. But if you're not from San Diego and you're not aware, I'm sure you know what a street fair is. Um, you know, there's, uh, you know, it's about a mile long. They had like a lot of vendors and shit, but I remember there's one specific vendor that was selling CDs. And, um, this is probably back in 2006. I know I didn't get this shit right away. I know I didn't get this album from the first day it dropped. Obviously, because I got it from a street fair, but I think it was, it was in 2006, though, so it was still fairly new. It was probably like in the summertime. So, if this released in March, I probably got it like in maybe August, around there. Um, so, I wasn't one of 522,000 pots. I was a kid, too. So, my mom didn't, <laughs> didn't buy me that. My mom wasn't one of 522,000 people that bought that one. But, um, what's it called? Uh, I just remember, when, yeah, we went, to the, we went to the street fair. Uh, you know, I saw a bunch of CDs, uh, you know, there's a vendor with CDs. I told my mom, I, uh, I was heavy on music. Two things I love growing up was music and football. So every time I go to the street fair, like, I want to look for football shit, and I want to look for music shit. So uh, I found the, the CDs. It was, uh, you know, wasn't that hard to find. So I, 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 you know, was looking through CDs, and I saw T.I. as a king. And I looked, you know, I looked in the, on the track listing. Obviously, you know, I was a, a kid, so still trying to learn music. And uh, I remember I saw, you know, what you know on there, why you want to. And uh, those were uh, tracks that were singles off the album, uh, which, you know, is also a single off the ATL movie. But um, I remember, you know, growing up as a kid, I'd watch MTV Jam. So that's how I learned a lot of like music growing up, like through MTV Jam. If you weren't uh, familiar, I know on a, a Cox, Cox cable, so like that was like channel 355 or something. I could be wrong. Yeah, it's like 355, I think it was, for at least San Diego. I'm not sure about anywhere else. But um, I just remember I used to watch videos on there, so I remember T.I.'s and I, you know, I fucked with what you know and uh, why you wanna. Even Living the Sky was dope, like, you know, more of a, more of a set, uh, more sad song, but, you know, still a dope song with Jamie Foxx. Um, so I just, I saw the track listing, was like, it seemed like a, like an album I want. I, like, I'm asking my mom, like, hey, can you buy this album for me? I'm surprised she did, she did, cause, like, you know, damn right, like, it was parental advisory. I don't know if she you know, wasn't aware or if she was, you know, that was gonna throw a little, no, uh, temper tantrum. If I wasn't going to get it, maybe she didn't want to deal with people uh, uh, having a temper tantrum. So she, she died for me. So, uh, you know, since, uh, since then, you know, as a kid, I just, you know, loved hip hop. And I think, I know one of these episodes I went over what actually, like, introduced me to hip hop. I can go over it again right now. But actually, I'll, I'll do it later in the episode because it'll lead into that. But yeah, I'll say number five, T.I. King. Good, good production. Uh, good quality of work uh you know nothing obviously nothing like uh modern day hip-hop right now nothing like uh what ti is putting out now but if you aren't if you never heard that album you should, every, every hip-hop head should have heard this album right now like i even got this shit on vinyl the uh, dope quality of work and um 
Yeah, go cop that. You know, if you can find that in a local store or uh, buy it online, whatever, it's a, it's a good quality of work. Uh, I definitely fuck with it. I was, I'm not, obviously, these aren't going to be, some of these are my, in my favorite albums, but this is not top five album for me or anything like that. Like, don't get that confused either with what I'm doing right now. These are just albums that fit in order of like, what got me into hip hop. I threw, I threw Ice King at number five. And there's also, I have honorable mention. We'll get into that later too, but you know, we had to put the spot and get into uh, number four, which is uh, NWA's uh, Straight Out of Compton. And it's uh, funny being, being a white kid listening to this because my mom bought me this as well. <laughs> it's more like, I think it's like the 20th anniversary edition on, um, you know, obviously years after it came out. But, um, give you a little rundown. Yeah, it's a debut, their debut studio album that came out on August 8th, 1988. So, obviously, I wasn't born. My mom was maybe like 14 years old when this came out. Um, just to show how old, uh, you know, how old this is and how long Dr. Dre and Ice Cube and, you know, MC Ren, DJ Yellow, how long they've been in the game. Rest in peace, easy. Uh, wish he was here right now, but sadly, uh, life happens and he's, he's been missed in the game, but, uh, rest in peace, easy. Um, yeah, this is a, obviously a straight up classic album. Like everybody has 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 to have heard this album. Obviously, I'm sure a lot of people watched the movie as well. I don't know, so, and that got mixed reviews. Some people didn't like it. Some people said uh, it was all right. I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was entertaining. Some people say it isn't as accurate. Which I'm sure a bunch of movies aren't going to be as accurate, but try to make it as accurate as possible. Um, but yeah, this is a three time platinum, uh, three times platinum album. This is the first rap album to be inducted into the Grammys Hall of Fame, which is back in 2016 when they were inducted. Um, a great, great body of work, especially from the West Coast. Yeah, I'm from San Diego, so I'm from the West Coast, and I uh, love a lot of West Coast artists and uh, a lot of West Coast pop albums. You know, what I grew up on, I grew up from, you know, obviously I feel a lot of uh, coasts and areas, but I'm always going to, uh, I guess, say represent the West Coast. <laughs> represent the West Coast. Um, yeah, growing up, uh, NWA, obviously, I'm not going to say, say what the end it, but it's abbreviated for, man. Uh, I'm not trying to get canceled out here. I'm also not uh, not type of person to, to use that, that that word. So get that out, uh, get that cleared. So all y'all should know that I'm not that kind of person. But um, I remember, I believe, man, I'll give you the story on this too. I think it was the same day, man. I'll put my brother, uh, I'll put my brother out there. Um, my mom, when my mom bought this album, we was leaving Target. We were out at a mall, at the Mission Valley Mall. Again, if you're uh, familiar with San Diego. Um, Mission Valley Mall at the Target, that's where we bought it. And uh, we were leaving. And then my brother, I guess, was with uh, one of our friends. And they, uh, I guess they went to, I think, Spencer's or Hot Topic or one of those random stores, you know, that you sell on, like, you know, music, merch. And, uh, it was just a coincidence. My mom bought me this album, and I didn't know what NWA stand for. And obviously my mom didn't say it she said <laughs> i just remember saying it was a word you can't you know not supposed to say or something like that you know and uh, eventually i learned as i got older what <laughs> actually meant that's probably like again maybe like eight or nine ten years old when uh when uh when we got it um but I, I remember specifically we was meeting up with uh, my brother and then like he was with i think my sister and a friend of ours um they left like hot topic or sensors or one of those stores and uh I remember he was wearing a hat, man. <laughs> it's funny. It was, wearing, it was like a black hat, and it, it and uh, it's funny because it happened. The coincidence was it said NWA on it, and my mom was like, "What the fuck you doing wearing that hat?" <laughs> and, and you didn't know what it meant either. Like you just thought the hat looked cool. 
man. So, um, yeah, I don't think he ever wore it afterwards. Um, obviously, cause I, he wasn't really big in hip hop at that time either. So, like, he obviously didn't wear it. And my head was probably too big for it. Um, I always had a big head, but uh, I didn't wear it. I also didn't like it. He, like, he, I guess he thought it was cool. I didn't think, like, it was like a weird design. Like, he had, like, red stripes on. Like, it was weird, man. But, um, it wasn't like the, the easy Compton hat or nothing like that. It was like a weird NWA hat. And he didn't know what it meant. So it was like, he just thought it looked cool, but didn't know what the abbreviations meant. Little, obviously, a little white boy. Like, he's probably like, if I was like nine, he was probably like 10 or 11. But like, you know, my mom's the one walking around with an NWA hat. The NWA hat, like, I don't know. Like, all for him, I guess. But it's just, it just funny because he didn't know what it meant, man. So um, if he's watching, if he ever watches this, man, sorry, I got to put you out there. But. I just thought it was funny in the coincidence because we literally bought the album and then he walk, he's, he's walking, meeting the, uh, up with us at the mall with a fucking NWA hat, man. Like, I thought that was funny, man. I mean, I don't blame him because I, I didn't really know what the abbreviations made either. I just knew uh, the group and I, you know, I see, again, I seen their videos and I heard their music online, like on the, on the computer and stuff when, you know, go on YouTube and look up, you know, hip hop songs and shit and that's how you learn, you know, and also, um, you know, a lot of hip hop artists are like always, you know, going to reference the NWA. Um, my favorite rapper, obviously, you mentioned the NWA a lot and uh, was uh, inspired by NWA. So, of course, I'm going to do my research and uh, learn, obviously, what my favorite artist will, grew up listening to as well. So, um, yeah, I thought that was just a funny little story I want to throw in there. But, uh, yeah, good album, dope album. I got a couple of favorite tracks on there. I didn't, I didn't do TI, but. Uh, not to name some of my favorite tracks, but I pretty much mentioned them on there when, uh, when I spoke about it. But some of my favorite tracks on uh, Straight Outta Compton, obviously, is the, you know, Straight Outta Compton, first track of, of the album. Uh, also, Gangsta Gangsta, and I like the 8-Ball remix. Like, uh, Easy did this thing on there. Um, even if Ice Cube wrote it, did this thing on there. And, uh, I, I fuck with those three tracks. I mean, I like the whole album, obviously, but if I had to, you know, go down to three, if I had to pick three favorites, like, that's what I came down to. But we can jump into number three, man. And um, <clears throat> number three, um, uh, I, I knew some of his music when I was a kid, but it was more towards like my teenage years, I would say, that uh, kind of grew more into more like, yeah, around maybe like 13 years old. Like, that's what it made me grow more into his music. And uh, that's Project Pat's Mr. Don't Play, Everything's Working. Shout out Project Pat. We had him on for uh, Be Right Podcast episode 28. We actually had him on like that following Monday after uh, Certified Lover Boy came out. So he was on Life Talk. So it was like perfect timing to have him on the podcast. We had him on here talking to him up, you know, ran down how uh, how Life Talk came together. Uh, came together. And, um, you know, this, we talked about a, a lot of dope shit on, on that episode. So if you're going to, um, you know, if you're watching this, you want to check out that interview. I uh, recommend go back and uh, look forward to episode 28. Not that far. I, I think it's like probably um, one of our most viewed, I think, too. Um, it's up there. But uh, hoping I was hoping it would actually do more than what it got. Like, obviously, we're a smaller podcast and we're trying to grow. But um, I was thinking that was going to be the, the key to success, you know, like a, you know, boost, boosting our views and uh, recognition because we had them right after Knife Talk. People were talking about Project Pad, like, you know, Project Pad 21 Savage Tuesday thing on that track. And it was like their favorite track. And that's like, it has over 100 million uh, views on uh, plays on Spotify, so it's like it's a big track. And, uh, people are giving uh, Project Pat his flowers, and uh, I respect that because it's been long overdue. Because a lot, a lot of motherfuckers in the game, and this is the thing, you basic hip hop fans don't know, man, like how many, and he was even, he even mentioned it like on the podcast, how many people are trying to clear samples of 
not just his music, but like Three Six Mafias and Juicy J's, DJ Pauls, you know, the whole hypnotized mind, uh, all all the motherfuckers, man. They uh, talking about how they click, having to clear samples, that, trying to you know clear samples like almost every day and shit, because you don't know how much music these days is sampling their work and how much how much how many artists these days were uh, inspired by like Three Six and Project Pat and. You know the whole three six camp like so shout out to them man that's why i put project pat uh just no play everything's working on number three man um yeah this came out february 27th uh, 2001 as a uh, project pat's uh, second studio album and i believe after i think i remember he was i think locked i think it was this one when he was locked up when he came out too so it kind of took you know being locked up and then having a you know even his first album was a really dope project and then yeah putting on mr uh, don't play everything's working i believe he was uh, arrested at that time so it kind of hurt you know his buzz because you know you're behind bars you can't obviously you know you know you do so much when you're behind bars especially at that time i guess but um you know it's a, it's a dope album and then again like i said like how many people have been like you know sampling their work and influenced by like a lot of y'all, I'm sure a lot of y'all don't know. I'm, I'm sure the hip hop heads know, but there's a lot of motherfuckers that claim they hip hop heads or, or listen to hip hop or that don't know a lot. And like, I go to say like J Cole, everyone also rap uh, was that no role no role models. He's like don't save her and all that shit, man. That's 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 a fucking that's fucking a uh, project hat, man. Literally, uh, literally has a track called Don't Save Her, man. That's where he, he pretty much sampled a, a project pass track. And um, a lot of well, again, a lot of people don't know that. Like, yeah. People like Jay Cole uh, sampling uh, Project Pat, and Jay Cole is one of the biggest artists in the game right now, bro. And like, for a lot of y'all basic hip hop heads that wouldn't even know that, just like um, you know, Duke Deuce, Duke Deuce sampled a uh, from Punk Ain't Dead. That's like his biggest track. That was a um, Project Pat sample from this album. Uh, if you ain't from my hood, so um, there's a lot of influence, man. Uh, you know, Power Glide. Uh, what is that? Uh, race Rummer that you know they sampled Three Six Mafia. There's, there's a lot. I'm not on the top of my head right now, but there's a lot of a lot of artists like sampling a lot from Project Pat and Three Six Mafia. You know, you know, I just want to get Project Pat's flowers. I want to get Three Six Mafia their flowers. That was a dope. Uh, that was a dope fucking um, dope fucking verses back in early December. Um, I wanted to go to that because it was in LA and I'm in San Diego. It's only a five-hour drive, but I was just uh, recovering from COVID at that time. I was like, I'm, I was negative by then, but like. I missed a lot of time at work, and uh, I was actually set to return to work that day, even though I was positive. I was negative for about a week from there, but like, I had to return from work that day, so I didn't want to keep missing. Obviously, I couldn't keep missing time, and then still, like, I, I was getting over COVID. I didn't want to be in a big crowd. So it would have been dope to see that that versus, because, uh, you know, honestly, Bone Thugs is dope too, so to be able to see that, um, you know, it was a. I, mean, I was watching that shit, yeah. I was watching that shit on a uh, live on my TV, and I was like, fuck, wait for that shit, man. I was just like, went out to do this thing, uh, found out, uh, let chat and all that. That was a form chicken head, and that, that was dope. Um, yeah, I think 365 is coming back to LA in July. I think they're performing in LA. So I need, I'll, I'll probably check that out. Like, is it July, I think, the 19th? Um, but yeah, man. Uh, Project Pat, I put that number three. Again, this is not like my top five favorite albums, or not, um, you know, top albums of all time. This is more what like introduced me to hip hop, what made me love hip hop. And then uh yeah, I forgot to put my, my fave song um Gave from My Hood, that's a instrumental dope dope track. Um y'all I can't say the word, but y'all ain't no killers, y'all some hoes. You know, put on the the word I can't say obviously in a 
in that uh, in that title, so I can't say that. And then um, probably Chicken Head. No, Chicken Head was dope, and I got some of those on TikTok. Um, yeah, they have a video for that too, so you can check out that video on YouTube. Uh, dope production, uh, Cardi. Oh yeah, yeah, Cardi B uh, sampled that on like her debut album. I think it was a uh, invasion of privacy or something. I think that's her debut album. Yeah, she uh, sampled that track too. So man, there's a lot of a lot of a lot of inspiration with Three Six Mafia and uh, Arctic Cat. A lot, of, a lot of samples. But um, yeah, we can go into number two. If you uh, you know who I am and you know who my favorite artist is, my favorite artist of the game. So. No, you know number two gotta be Doctor's Advocate. Uh, again, one of the first albums my mom bought for me. Uh, <laughs> you know, again, seeing uh, One Blood and uh, you know Let's Ride, seeing all those videos when you get far, seeing all those videos on MTV Jams. You know, just, you know, going about that is like it's just the sound, the West Coast sound, just like you know, grew on me. And you know, the game being the only uh, you know main like West Coast new West Coast MC at that time to actually be doing numbers, man. So, um, you know, I'm gonna give the game its flowers. A lot of people want to talk shit and say like, you know, he flies out of his ass, blah 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 blah. It is what it is. If you obviously, I can't say he's a liar if I don't have the fucking proof. If he's saying, you know, uh, he spoke with possible three days before he died. How do I know? I don't have his phone records, man. I, I don't have that conversation. You, you could think it's a lie, you can believe it. I don't really care. People talking about the, the Osama bin Laden, uh, uh, the guy that uh, supposedly the one that shot Osama bin Laden in the raid, uh, was in the Red Nation. I mean, I knew about that. I remember hearing about that back like in 2012, 2013 when it came out. So he wasn't lying about that. And there's articles that vouch that. There's literally a CMZ like video asking him if that happened. He verified that. So a lot of people just don't know they re- don't do their research or don't know don't have the knowledge and they just go off whatever's uh, hyped on the internet. Not surprising because uh, again, I've been saying it on here for a while. Like a lot of people don't have knowledge or, or opinions of their own. They just follow what's uh, hyped on Twitter or hyped on Instagram. And if it has twenty thousand likes and thirteen thousand retweets, oh, I'm gonna I must interact with it because it must be true. But it doesn't mean it is true. People just obviously following the next person or what they say. Don't have no, no knowledge of their own and no uh, opinion of their own. But uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna ramble too much about that. Um, I'm not. Yeah, good grown ass man. I'm not gonna hear defend defend him or nothing, but. This is my view on it, my input on it. Um, speaking of the game, he's gonna be at Park tonight in San Diego, so uh, I finally thought I'd that. So, because uh, <laughs> I got I got work tomorrow morning, so uh, I went out last Saturday night and only had an hour of sleep. So I ain't trying to do that again. Uh, no, thank you. But uh, I've seen the game multiple times. I got a, a, my doctor's advocate on the sign, like he got me up, and, and I've been a couple concerts. So I'm cool. I missed out on a club appearance. But um, uh, yeah, Doctor's Advocate, man, second studio album that was released on November fourteenth, two thousand six. Um, yeah, released singles on there, man. Uh, One Blood, Let's Ride, Wouldn't Get Far, dope, dope, dope album, dope project. You know, debuted at number one, sold three hundred sixty thousand the first week. Um, that made him like two number two straight number one albums for the game. So, uh, man, give him his flowers. You know, give credit when it's due. Did it without Doctor Dre. Did it without Fifty Cent. Still put out number one album. Still put still put out dope, dope ass quality work. Um, you know, has features with artists such as Buster Rhymes, Kanye, uh, Nas, Nate Dogg, Snoop Dogg, The Dog Pound, Jamie Foxx, and as you said, Marsha Ambrosius. Like had a had good uh, features on there too. Um, had the, the late Nate Dogg on there. That's probably one of my favorite tracks on there. Uh, too much. That's a dope ass, uh, dope ass track. Um, you know, if I had to say my favorite track, it's gonna be the whole thing. I can't really. Uh, <laughs> The whole thing 
little thing. I can't, I can't choose three. Like, it's hard to choose three. Like, you know, no wrong choose the three though. Like if you did choose your three, um, you know, I won't. I would blame you if you have a certain three. But I'm just gonna say the whole thing. The whole thing is my uh, my favorite. Uh, I'm gonna go into the very last one because uh, I try to wrap too long with just me talking man I'm, I, I run out of breath man I'm kind of not the, the most skinniest in the world and I've got the most uh you know I'm not used to talking for so long but I'll throw an audible mention man I didn't get the top the, the cover art for it if you didn't notice I'm from the cover art cover art in the top corner but honorable mention I will throw in 50 cents get rich or die trying because that is the classic album uh shout out to, shout out to 50 putting out a, a dope album yeah. I, better than the massacre I'll tell you that now Obviously, Here's to Die Trying probably one of the best albums of the 2000s. Um, everything about it, I, I can't even pick a favorite song off that. So, uh, quality of work. Um, shout out to 50. Funny because they kind of link because I'm, you know, obviously the game's my favorite rapper. Then you, you know, you know the whole feud with G Unit and 50 Cent. Like, I'm, you know, at first, I, growing up, obviously, I was on Game Pass. So I was like, fuck 50 Cent, blah, 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 you know, but as I grew up, obviously, you know, got out of that stage where, like, I'm gonna respect 50 Cent's music and what he's done for hip hop. I'm not gonna fucking go out there and say some blasphemous shit. Like, obviously, um, a legend in the game doing his thing. Not even just with music now. Obviously, uh, music ain't the same. That's, that's just what happens when you get older. Like, your music's not gonna be the same. And, you know, he's able to branch out to doing power and doing all these, uh, other investments and, uh, shout out to that. And, uh, Give, you know, I give credit when credit's due. He's not one of the, the best rappers of the 2000s and top 50 rapper of all time, I would say. Um, but we can go straight into number one. Y'all don't know. You should know. It's obviously going to be the documentary. Um, yes, yeah, my probably my favorite album. Again, I got it signed. I got that. Uh, I need to get that shit. Um, I need to get that shit on uh, fucking vinyl. Like, I can't find that shit. I need, I need to get that on vinyl. But yeah, that's his debut studio album. Released January 18, 2005, sold over like 500,000 the first week, you know, debuted at number one. Um, number one, tra- uh, you know, you had number one, uh, you know, hate it or love it, and how we do it both at number one. Um, you know, he talks about this on uh, his recent interview with Drink Champs, you know, that went over like a million views in a matter of a day. So go check that out when y'all get the chance. It's an entertaining Drink Champs, four hours long, man. So I, 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 took, I spent a whole weekend finishing next like you know, I, I can't just sit there all day listening to it. Like, I need, a, I need to take a break or do something else. And uh, eventually I got it done. So it was, it was a dope episode, entertaining. But, yeah, the documentary, like, dude, that's a fun... I'm not... I don't like being loose with the word classic, man. Like, that's why I didn't, I didn't really call any of the other ones classic, even though it's yeah, a conference classic. But I didn't, I didn't call Project Path album classic, I, even though... Hard because he doesn't get enough credit. Like it's hard to use the word classic when the mainstream media ain't giving the flowers, you know. But I, I would say it's a classic. I didn't, I didn't say King was a classic. I didn't say Doctor. I would say Doctor Advocate's a classic to me. Obviously, the media, uh, obviously they're on lean towards the documentary over uh, Doctor Advocate. But um, you can make a word for why uh, Doctor Advocate should be classic. You can, you can make vouch for that. But the documentary, man, from front to back, bro, that's like a no skip album. I like just sometimes when I'm listening to Doctor Dapkit, like I, I don't feel like listening to one night or a, or listening to the actual Doctor Dapkit track, like I'll skip it. Um, the, the documentary is like no skip, like you run that shit from front to back, like you're not skipping that track on that joint. Like, every track is fucking dope. And um, you know that's that, that's me personally, but you know I'm gonna give Game of Flowers like he held down the West for a decade, bro. 
he not, he you can say his antics i don't give a fuck about his antics i'm speaking strictly on hip-hop strictly on music that he paved the way for a lot of artists and never asked for credit never asked to you know give him the credit for it you know like he paved the way for nipsey and and, and uh for uh kendrick and the whole you know uh you know tde like a uh, fucking Soul and all them took him on tour like and a lot of y'all ain't give the credit that he deserves for doing that like and that's why he's i think he was mentioning that recently like in interviews and on, on instagram that he never asked for it, but like now he feels like he should ask for it because motherfuckers ain't giving him the credit he and he's never been the type of person that asks for credit but a lot of people were giving him shit for the nipsey post and saying that you know he's a dick right nipsey because he died but like again like i i remember him doing tracks with nipsey you know and i remember seeing the video footage of the lax tour back in 2008 2009 like like, I, I remember seeing that footage back when I was a kid. Like, he put these motherfuckers on, and y'all don't... Again, y'all just saying he dick right because he died. Like, nah, he... That was a, a friend of his, man. Even if he was a crip. Like, that was still a friend of his. I'm like... Yeah, I'm like <laughs> a grown-ass man, but... I just see the shit with the blasphemous shit that's said on Twitter. So, I just... I put in my input on it. Twitter and Instagram comments. Like, that's why I don't really read Instagram comments or, or Twitter, uh, you know, tweets. Like... I don't ever really read it because uh, I just see this stupid shit. And, uh, I understand some people got valid reasons, and some people just talking out the ass. But like, um, that's just me and my input on that. But you know, those are pretty much my top five albums. Again, uh, I'm not good with all the editing and all that, so I, I just want to take this. I just want to take this right now. Like, you know, I just I wrote some notes down and then going off the top of my head and uh, going with the flow. You know, so we've been doing that with Pure Rap Podcast. Also, yeah. Again, check out Daily Football Zone if you haven't checked by now. Um, be back and running. I took a year off from that because I was busy with this and then going back to work and uh, being busy, you know. Then other other uh, other stuff that came across my life that just had me to had to take a break. Um, but you know, be back and be back and running for Daily Football Zone. You no know, PR podcast. We're still doing our thing. You expect more more videos, more content. Hopefully, more interviews, more uh, yeah, more posts for y'all, more everything, man. So. Go ahead, please give this video a thumbs up. Give it a, you know, subscribe to our channel. If you're not already, leave us some comments. Let me know how y'all feel about these albums, man. If, a, you know, if you're feeling T.I.'s King, like if that's in your top five, or, you know, if you're out of comments, one of your favorite albums, or uh, maybe what some of these albums got you in the hip-hop, like, let me know in the comments, man. I'll engage with y'all. You can tweet me as well, at I Hate Keb, also on Instagram, at I Hate Keb. Um, you know, actually, I never told nobody why, uh, really, why my at name is at... I hate Kev. <laughs> like, I, again, I was a kid, man. I told y'all, like, the game was, like, one of my, I guess, the influences because I didn't have my dad in my life, obviously. So I looked up to football players like Steve Smith. And I looked up to, like, hip-hop artists like the game. Um, back in, back 2008, this was, like, 2010 on Twitter, man. He used to be at, at I Hate Game. Uh, and then he changed it to the game. But, like, I kind of just, like, stole that. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna, I thought that was a cool at name. And, um... I just go with it, like, well, who wouldn't hate on me, right? <laughs> I try to keep that ego, like, that that because who wouldn't be hating on me? Uh, but that's really the the um, the story behind my ad name. Like, I'll be sure with y'all. Like, you know, I was like, I was 10, I was like 12, 13. So, um, honestly, I didn't have a father figure. Uh, a whole different story. I'm not going to blame my dad for that. But uh, I looked up to a lot of sports figures, a lot of hip-hop artists uh, you know obviously look up to and kind of save the way to, I don't say who I am today but like what I like you know so um yeah that's the origins behind my ad name so uh yeah thanks again for everybody that's gonna be watching this uh, hopefully 
you know, hopefully we get better with editing and then the quality of the work that we're putting out. Obviously, I'm not no fucking tech genius. I need to learn myself. I just thought about it. I meant the background always on this video, but I didn't. But it is what it is. Um, I'll go again. Background noise for me. But yeah, uh, thanks again. And I appreciate everyone that's going to be watching this. And uh, record episode 46 that's going to come out soon. Um, thank you guys. And I hope you all, all, you all have a great weekend. Recording this on Saturday, March 19th. Hopefully it's going to be out later tonight or maybe tomorrow on Sunday. But until then, uh, y'all stay safe.